Hi folks, John Branning here welcoming you to the latest edition of my podcast, This Week at the Trump Poems. I've got five verses to share with you this week, all of which relate in some way or another to the pandemic, of course, but include a soupçon of various presidential gripes, gaffes, unfounded pronouncements, and retractions of assertions Trump denied ever making. So, let's get started, shall we? got underway with Donald Trump renewing his long-running dismissal of PBS's White House correspondent, Michelle Cinder. She, along with other correspondents who are female and or people of color, seem to attract his particular ire. But then he throws barbs at Jim Acosta and Peter Alexander just to keep things balanced. Anyway, this first of several attacks on the media this week came as he backpedaled from his previously stated desire to see the country up and running again by Easter. So this one is called April Sours May Bring Glowers. The numbers look bad, folks. There's no way to hide it. Fatalities climbing both here and worldwide. It will peak in two weeks. Therefore, this isn't funny. I'm canceling Easter. No candy, no bunny. That Easter deadline, one I merely aspire to, the guidelines will be kept in place that require you to practice good hygiene and keep six feet distance. New target, June 1st, back to normal existence. The impact of COVID-19 is severe, though last month I said soon we'd be down close to zero. So please stay at home, wrap yourself in a sweater, and I'll stop doing nothing, since something is better than. If we can keep deaths below 200,000, I'll take all the credit the public allows and ignore the fact, based on the current scenario, that's 15 times more than from a swine flu we'll bury them. Recently, I chose to wonder out loud where the masks are all going in New York. How dare all these doctors and nurses and clerks cry and ask for protection, which they then let slip out the back door. The Michigan governor I call the halfwit, a play on her name. Just one more Twitter gaffe. It is part of my plan for key resource directing to state leaders most skillful at genuflecting. If faced with the truth, I will repudiate questions asked by reporters that I truly hate like that PBS woman I tried to cut off so I lambaste, but then brag my ratings are buffo. Let's give it another month, then see what shape we'll be in as regards this scourge by end of April. If businesses can't start to open by May then, my next turn this world will proceed without. Amen. Continuing with the same theme and mentioning Jim Acosta, uh, when he, at another briefing, read Trump's very words back to him, Trump denied ever saying all of the above. So the Trump poem about this kerfuffle is called Caught in the Fact. Don't quote my words right back at me. We all know what I said. You'll just confuse with facts you see or claim that I misled. When I told people, let's be calm, I meant to be a man whose sole intention was to spread bomb and distract from all the bad news. Looks like you may have a question. Please just go ahead and ask it. 
hear me ramble till the next one is, will we run out of caskets? I could cause a massive panic, but I really shouldn't do that. My behavior's way past manic. I thought everybody knew that. I find some folks' comments snarky. They should say congratulations. I am sick of their malarkey. Canceled all their publications. Do you know the population of that South Korean city? Here's my gross approximation. In exact, we've seen that it'd be. After launching with a slow start, it should now be clear we're mapping a response, but for the most part, we're still way behind per capita. If my effort had been zero, deaths would have been astronomical. My push here makes me a hero. (laughs) That position's almost comical. You're not being patriotic when you say that I am lying. My behavior is despotic. Victims here, those who are dying. This was the week when the realities of this pandemic seemed to hit Donald Trump across the face with a cold, bracing slap. He accepted the dire predictions from his two leading scientists, Drs. Fauci and Burks, of a stunning, absolutely stunning projected death total if he had done nothing. Uh, If you watch the briefing, it was illustrated by slides, in particular the one that showed the, if we did nothing, assertion of 1.6 to 2.2 million deaths. That's the one, if you were watching, that Dr. Burks called the, uh, the Blue Mountain. And then the other one with a flattened curve that dropped those numbers down to a mere 100 to 240,000 deaths, which within days was already being increased. And so the poem about this briefing is called Test High on That Blue Mountain. That uh, title is a, an homage to a Vince Gill song for those of you who know it. We can't declare a victory here before the victory's won. This virus is a thing at first I thought we could outrun, but now, all of a sudden, it seems life has come undone. I was way behind the curve before I even had begun. My tone was cavalier before, now somber and sedate. I'm several trillion dollars short and many days too late. I never should have said this virus quickly would abate when April came since warmer temperatures would make it dissipate. I danced around the truth when facts were right there in my face. I thought our commerce engine would resume its growth apace. I put guidelines together, don't shake hands, do not embrace. I claimed people were dying to return to their workplace. Some said it's best to ride it like a cowboy all the way through. I won't say who they were, but they all acted as if they knew more than epidemiologists as cases every day grew. Respond to a pandemic? Perhaps this wasn't the best way to. I said I'm not responsible. This whole thing's China's fault. I'll blame the CDC, who couldn't bring it to a halt. My role, each day in briefings, I now shamelessly exalt. It's going to be painful, yet in that wound I rub salt. Governors complain, not each and every one, but some did, that testing kit and PPE deliveries are stunted. Whenever criticism comes my way, I am affronted. I give myself a 10, but on this test, top grades 100. Everybody was dismayed, if not surprised, 
by the announcement that 6.6 million Americans filed or intended to file for unemployment during the previous week. Uh, My reflection on that stupefying development is entitled Slay at Home. 6.6 million more out of a job. As the French might utter, quel miserable. The effort by New York I'm quick to belittle, but my approach best summed up as non-committal. My job as cheerleader? Spread bonhomie. Act as a virus savant wannabe. Making predictions without facts as basis. Trying to stick smiles on sick people's faces. Then, as the sun set on Monday's arrival, I proclaimed less chance than thought for survival. Challenging times, and the numbers are so bad. Dashing hopes too many not long ago had. If I'd done nothing, a baseless assertion, we'd be overwhelmed by the need for good nursing. Comparing death counts to the absence of effort makes even my self-tanned and bright orange head hurt. I've made many missteps, but will not admit them. I misled so much, some still don't know what hit them. Despite Monday's briefing, I'm once again stating, just one month before COVID-19's abating. I can't be believed, and this isn't a small thing. When this virus hit, I was mostly off golfing. I'll place blame on anything pulled off the shelf, but these three deserve it. I, me, and myself. final Trump poem comes as the result of a long-anticipated announcement regarding the efficacy of everyone wearing a mask while the virus continues to spread. The CDC finally made that recommendation, at least in high-impact areas, which Trump announced and then immediately all but dismissed by saying that he wouldn't do it, also repeating that his hope was that this would all pass very quickly, even after just the day before Dr. Burks had revised impact projections upward because the country was not adhering to the social distancing guidelines. So, this one is called Mask and Ye Shall Deceive. And, by the way, Attorney General William Barr makes a cameo appearance in this one. The secret phrase is habeas corpus. I recommend you wear a mask. Well, recommends too strong a word. Your choice to wear or not. I won't, since it would make me look absurd. A picture of me in a mask is something that will not be seen, except perhaps for Mardi Gras, and then, of course, on Halloween. If heads of state come to the Oval Office with me in a cloak, that adds to the impression they already hold that I am a joke. When all that they are seeing is my orange mop and panicked eyes, they'll poo-poo my entreaties as I beg them to hand sanitize. But if I chose to wear a mask, I'd wrap a scarf around my head, Three times encircling nose and mouth would be enough to stop the spread. And if I didn't have a scarf, I don't think that there's any harm in looking like a mummy, making use of one full roll of Charmin. Some say my response to this pandemic marked by rancid disorder. That's not true at all. While you weren't looking, I shut down the border. Won't let an infected man or juvenile or lady in. Fat chance if you're Hispanic. Odds improve if you're Canadian. Don't point out how I contradict myself. You'll get a strong denial. Also, 
William Barr would like to put on hold your right to trial. A mask serves several purposes, protection, also to conceal the truth, which the reluctance to accept is my Achilles heel. That wraps up another busy week at the Trump Balls. I I couldn't even find the time to comment upon Jared Kushner's surprise appearance at a briefing where he claimed the nation's stockpile of ventilators during a medical emergency was not worth to be shared with the states, but were ours, whomever that may be, for use during some other set of nefarious conditions. I I didn't understand that at all. Also that Trump is enforcing the stay-at-home directive for the intelligence community's inspector general by putting him on leave while apparently preparing to fire him. Uh, I think these topics will still be relevant next week. So tune back in for that and all the other new poeticizing. Thanks for listening. Thanks for your likes and shares. Remember that my latest Trump Poems ebook is still for sale on Amazon. Uh, I hope you and yours are continuing to stay healthy. And I look forward to having you join me again next week at This Week at the Trump Poems. This is John Branding saying, take care.